This is a good story is hard to find podcast where two Catholic friends talk about books and movies and the traces of the one reality that lie below the surface. Yeah. Well, this time we're way above the surface. <laughs> I right? guess we're pretty high up. We're, we're yeah. high up. We're in the block. We're going yes. to uh, attack the block. This is episode 217, by the way. Attack the block is a movie from 2011 and uh, action comedy. Is that is that a genre? Gosh, I guess <laughs> sci-fi yeah. action comedy, horror action comedy, alien uh-huh. invasion action comedy. <laughs> Excellent, yeah, uh. yeah. Those are those are all good, and yeah. um, it's it's a British movie. So when uh, they say block, that is actually an apartment building. Yes. So the movie is about uh, an attack by aliens on an apartment building. In London. In London, in right. what we would call the ghetto. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. And they've got a word for it, but of course I forgot to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Did you know, I had to watch this with subtitles on because I couldn't understand them at all. <laughs> oh, bruv. Isn't it? <laughs> and it was fun to watch it that way because uh, <laughs> it was like I could understand Jodie Whittaker just fine. Right, and then um, so it wasn't so much the accent as the slang they were using. Um, I, I, I was like, "What did he say?" You know, I, you could always, you know, I could understand the gist, right? Yes, but it was practically a different language. Yeah, and I think I, you know, honestly, don't think we did watch it the first time with the subtitles because oh, you the first catch time I most right. stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, I've seen it another couple of times and the last time was getting ready for this and my mother who's living with us likes horror movies and she watched half of it with us and then went this is the worst movie I've ever seen (laughs) Um, but because of her we had the subtitles on but when she left we turned them off did you really oh man I I liked watching it with it on because I was reading everything they said yeah yeah, it was interesting seeing some of the words that I I was like oh that's what they're saying but you know but it kind of just cut into the action i feel like sure sure we're watching everything with captions these days so right (laughs) you know i'm used to it for indian movies already but yeah you you got it you got it anyway yeah so yeah but the slang is really authentic because it is the slang that was being used at the moment and i think a lot of the actors were from the area oh yeah and i know they were all unknown right Mm -hmm. i mean the the lead actor okay so we should say the the, the people that we're talking about are uh, a pack of oh, yeah. teenage, I say a pack, as if they're animals, right? Quite well. Which mm. is how they were introduced at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're uh, a group of teenage kids that live in the block or the apartment building. Um, and, uh, you know, they're lower class, poor people. And, and to say group of teenage kids, that makes them sound too innocuous. It's okay. the other. They're, I, oh, no, I agree. But um, so, yeah, um, gang. I think they're mm-hmm. a wannabe gang. And yeah, we don't find yeah. out they're a wannabe until later in the movie, how young they really are. Yeah. Because yeah. they're extremely scary looking. Mm-hmm. And when we meet them, they're robbing a young white nurse who lives in the And they're all black um, because right. that would be the poor lower class group. And um, but there's a young nurse who lives in the block also, and um, they're robbing her. So mm-hmm. they don't seem great. No, they don't seem great at all. And then um, while they are robbing her, right, right during yeah. it, uh, an alien lands right next to him in in a car, <laughs> on a car, um, like an asteroid kind yeah, of a situation. Just flies or, I mean, out of yeah, the sky and bam, right? Yeah, into the like car. a meteorite kind of a right feeling there. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, great! The car's been uh, ripped open because mm-hmm. you can't see that there was anything alive." So let's see what's in it that we can steal. <laughs> yeah, that's where they yeah. went. So the the leader of this gang is uh, Moses. Mm-hmm. His name is Moses, and uh, yeah, so he starts reaching in the car and gets attacked by this alien. Yeah, 
And that's the beginning of this movie. That That's like the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it shows you a lot about their instant reactions to stuff because they. Um, it's funny, when you watch it more than once, what you see is they're robbing this nurse, but they're also kind of, their natural instinct is to kind of also be not too mean to her. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. terrified. And, and they're going, no, just give us the stuff, man. We don't want to do anything to you. We mm-hmm. just want to take this. And so they're kind of also a little bit reasoning with her in a way that a real hardened gang wouldn't. <laughs> and then their instinct is to rob the car and their instinct is, oh, I'm going to kill this thing. Hmm. And so they chase it and kill it. And you're just like, hey, man. <laughs> but then as things go on later, you get to see those various qualities developed more. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's a good introduction with tons of little things like that. Yeah. 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 And it's, um, um, do, do we need a spoiler line on this one? We might. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. We can, yeah let's keep describing ahead. it then. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so then the, the movie goes on from there and, um, aliens, more aliens come. And uh, the boys all run back to their apartment building. And then it turns out that the, the woman is also lives in the same apartment building, which they did not know. Right. And um, suddenly more aliens come and they're all after these boys. Yeah. And that's what the movie's about. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really great. It's, um, I, I was thinking that it, you know, in, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, this has kind of an Edgar Wright feel to it. And did you it know does. Edgar Wright is attached to this movie? I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I, I looked on IMDb and I was poking around. And um, Edgar Wright is listed as an executive producer. Oh, okay. And then another interesting connection is the director, Joe Cornish. Um, he, it looks like he wrote Ant-Man. Oh, which okay. um, so he's listed as an author of of that, but Edgar Wright was the original author, or he wrote the first screenplay for Ant Man, and oh, then okay. I'm not sure if Joe Cornish did that with him or if Joe Cornish um, took it over because famously Edgar Wright was uh, removed from the Ant Man movie. Yet when the Ant Man movie came out, it had all these Edgar Wright elements in it, like some of those quick. Uh, little scene change things that he does, right, and all that. But it had it had an Edgar Wrightish feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if Joe Cornish was one of the final writers, or if he was in the first group. I don't I don't know, but yeah, they definitely know each other. And um, um, and then I found something on YouTube where um, they were what what do you call it when the the director's commentary. Oh, okay. So apparently the director's commentary on the DVD of this is Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish talking to each other the whole time. Oh, <laughs> Which I would love to hear the whole thing, but I only heard like a little five minute uh, end. But it was uh-huh. really fun. They, they just showed oh. the end of the movie on YouTube and you could hear them talk about it throughout the whole thing. So, Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah and I have the DVD. Right. So, Oh, that would be fun to watch. Yeah. yeah it would be fun to I should listen do that to. Sometime. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Joe Cornish is uh, a fella that writes his own movies. Um, if uh, this is just a quick aside here, but the he's written, um, like I said, Ant Man, Attack the Block, and and there's not a lot of things that he's done that are uh, really recognizable outside of those things. Mm-hmm. Although interestingly, um, Snow Crash. Have you heard of Snow Crash? Yeah. The book. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a movie, and he wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. It says actually TV movie. Oh. Yeah. It's described as a futuristic society encounters a computer virus that has the ability to scramble people's brains. Writers, really? Joe Cornish and Neil Stevenson. <laughs> there, well, yeah. there you go. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. That well, and I know he did another movie that is on my list not urgently on my list, but it's about a bunch of boys and the King Arthur legend. Ah, the kid resurfacing. who would be king. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, the it, kid but... who would be king and or whatever, and everybody praised it highly. Mm. They all said, too bad, this is never going to get seen by enough people because it's amazing, which is like Attack the Block. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so in, uh, in a little interview um, 
that I saw of uh, Joe Cornish. He he said that um, he was talking to Edgar Wright about his plans for this movie, and he said it's going to have a bunch of kids in it. We're going to film it at night. There's going to be a dog, <laughs> and there's going to be a <laughs> bunch of creatures, and there's going to be an apartment building. And Edgar Wright told him that he's he's doing uh, everything you shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, but that's uh, so funny. But it was highly praised, right? This movie oh, yeah. actually had uh, really nice reviews. I think I heard of it from Roger Ebert's good review of it. Ah, nice. Yeah. I, I didn't look that up. What did he have to say? Uh, Anything specifically he liked to mine? It. Yeah, I don't he liked think it. I okay. reread it. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes he says something that sticks in my head, so I, I mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, nothing that stuck in my head except, well, he, he was talking about the slang and everything, mm-hmm. but um, I feel sure it was he who yeah. praised it. Well, that's nice. Uh, we should also mention um, there's a couple of people in this that are pretty famous now, and I don't know if they were at the time. I don't think so. So John Boyega was new in this movie, I think, but now he's mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Right. So I was so pleased to see him show up in there because famous, I right? loved him in this movie. Yeah, he was really good. Mm-hmm. And then Jodie Whittaker. Um, I can't remember when Broadchurch was done because we did Broadchurch oh, on here. Yes. And was was that before or after? But I now thought it was after, but I don't know. Okay, but now she's uh, pretty famous for being Doctor Who. So yeah. in the science fiction world, anyway. I haven't mm-hmm. seen. I don't know. Are you a Doctor Who fan? I was for a while, and okay. then stopped being it. Yeah, it's never after. quite captured me but I, I i haven't seen any of the episodes with her in it although i think she's great i really like her yeah no i stopped before her they took um they got to the older Pete, doctor who peter oh i can't remember his name anyway whoever it was and we'd seen that guy in a great movie that was a little indie movie a long long time ago and so we were all excited for it and it was clearly being rebooted again with super different sociological messages that I just went, you know what? I don't really think I want to watch any more of it. Mm. So we stopped. It may be good now. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly a long running show. Mm-hmm. Longer than the Simpsons even. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Oh no, wait, I guess it is. If you go all the yeah, way back. Yeah, but they, there are gaps. There are times yeah, when it I never on. watched any of the old yeah, stuff, yeah. so it doesn't matter. But anyway, so anyway, yeah. this so back, movie. Back to the movie, yeah. Uh, yeah, so what's, so when they, the more aliens come, what hmm. happens is, is you see these kids are the only ones who really realize there's an alien attack happening. And they're encountering all the, really just not tons of different people, but they encounter the police who've been called in. For um, because the car got bombed, and um, also the nurse called in being robbed. You mm-hmm. get um, a local drug dealer and his henchman Nick Frost, <laughs> yeah, yeah, who we've seen in a lot of the Edgar Wright movies, mm-hmm. and uh, with Simon Pegg. And you see, um, you know, a local stoner. You see various people all either swept up in this or disbelieving it, but they all wind up encountering these aliens at some time. And these aliens are not nice aliens. They're just kind of animalistic aliens. Right. They're not, um, yeah, they're not a blob, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're not smart. Yeah, they're, they're I don't know, uh, I was thinking uh, War of the Worlds, um, you know, flying in from space, you know, and coming out of a container, you know, kind well, of a situation. But where the worlds implies a certain kind of in- level of intelligence. Yeah, that's true. That mm-hmm. you don't ever see in this. These are just these are monsters. This is yeah. a monster alien movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure, you're right. Because they're they're inimical to humans because they only understand what they want and they understand that by instinct. Yeah, there was never that moment where suddenly you realize that the aliens are really intelligent. <laughs> no, you know, that, that, that was, happens in movies. You know, it's like, oh, they can reason. They're opening doors. Yeah, in doors fact, and, it's specifically explained later yeah. when they go, wait, I think I know what's happening, which mm-hmm. is just like, oh, yeah. my gosh. But so anyway, you just see them having <laughs> to is, deal oh with gosh, this. oh, my gosh, but he did set it up. Um, well, do you remember earlier in the movie where he was watching that little documentary? How could we miss it? This yeah. is one of the things where I have to say, they never showed you anything that they didn't use later. 
but they're watching the the TV show on the pheromones and they sit mm-hmm. there for a second and the guy's just kind of staring at it as they we get a couple sentences explaining pheromones. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to come up again. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm That's not, an interesting I love it. Fact. I picked this movie, but mm-hmm. you know, right. That kind of thing. What an interesting um, fact. And I think there, what was, oh, you know, the other thing is stuff would happen like, so they're riding their bikes, this gang, and this kid's going, I can make this jump. I can make this jump. And everyone's going, don't do it. Don't do it. And it's from one uh, bridge mm, to another yeah. bridge that's further over and down that connect these apartment buildings and yeah. go over streets and things. And and so he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's not going to come up again later. He's not going to have to make that <laughs> jump. So, and it was fine because the movie's moving along pretty fast, but you know, it's like a standard horror movie in that way. Right. You're like, oh, okay. This will matter. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, that's right. Anyway, Mm -hmm. and so, um, really, I would say more than anything, the thing to make you want to watch it if you don't want to watch a monster movie, which is set in the ghetto, which I thought was a great concept because why wouldn't monsters land there as much as anywhere else? Mm -hmm. Is um, it's a coming of age story. Yeah. Moses, the mm. gang's leader, this is his coming of age story. Mm. Extremely fast and violent in some ways, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 And he's got all kinds of temptations around him all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard and to. And very little guidance. Yeah, very little guidance, right? Yeah. yeah. So, as you would expect in that setting, and he's a natural leader. Mm-hmm. So, the question kind of is. What temptation will he fall prey to? What inner qualities are going to come out because of this situation that they're in? And his very name, Moses, in a sense, his story parallels Moses before Moses becomes the man of God. Mm, Yep. Yep. You know, not that we get an indication he'll ever be a man of God, but, you know. Well, there's Moses, hope. <laughs> Moses wasn't the greatest guy in the world, mm-hmm. you know, in a few times. You know, he murdered somebody before he had to run away because Pharaoh was going to have him killed for it. That yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's just kind of interesting, loose parallel. Right, right. So, there you go. That's cool. Yeah, that's a movie. And it's it's fun. It's a, it's a fast-moving, action-filled romp, <laughs> you know, and it's got yeah. a lot of comedy in it. And, um, yeah, it was fun. And a lot of the comedy is from people suddenly changing perspectives or how they present themselves. Mm, yeah. You know, like, yeah. um, I guess we'll go into spoiler territory yeah, now. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the for instance, when one of the gang members has been hurt and they all pile into this apartment and it turns out it's the nurse's apartment who they robbed. Mm-hmm. And they're asking her to fix this guy's leg. And um, she's had ample evidence of the alien because one of them broke in and they're like, fix my leg. And she's like, oh, why should I do that? And they just start turning on her and talking to her like, aren't you a nurse? Aren't you supposed to help people? He's wounded. Mm -hmm. You know, come on. (laughs) Will you rob me? Well, we didn't know you were from the block, did we? Yeah, yeah. You know, or they'll say things like, you know, don't you have a boyfriend? She goes, oh, yeah, he's in Ghana helping the children. And one of them says, why isn't he helping the children of Britain? Not the, not exotic enough for him? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's, so it's mm-hmm. these real pointed comments that suddenly put a different perspective on it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and um, the group as a whole. Um, so we start out with this really negative view of them, <laughs> right? And the, um, mm-hmm. the way that they're presented is the same way that the monsters are presented. They're silhouetted yeah. in the dark, right? Oh, yeah. And then, um, so that that's our introduction to them at the beginning. Yeah, I enjoyed how they, um, there was this, this voyage throughout the movie between the nurse and them. It was like they, they, they're opening up the, the movie as antagonists, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're, uh, she's completely afraid of them. And they attack her, right? Yeah. And um, so it's pretty much, you know, that's how they thought it would play out, and it played out that way. But then the rest of the movie, they get to know each other. And then by the end, of course, they're pretty close. And I yeah, enjoyed the, that voyage. Right? Yeah. By yeah. the end, she's defending them to the police. Yeah, exactly. They're my neighbors. They help save us all. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, but I like that 
that journey that was taken there and and them in the apartment saying like you said about well if we had known that you lived here <laughs> then you're one of us and we never would have done that um and, but and she, she didn't get that yeah but she responded like oh if you don't live here then it's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know she's still pissed so but it it was nice um it, but isn't that 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 to me that's that's almost like a universal truth right it's like mm-hmm. you have your in groups and your out groups and tribes and people that aren't in the tribes and you're suspicious of people that aren't you know it's it's yeah. all that human nature yeah, yeah and also um that's the only allegiance they have yeah they don't have an allegiance to the city they don't i mean the police are their enemies and what you see is a kind of another subtle commentary on how that area and those people are treated in that they're like, oh, these guys must be landing everywhere. Well, because since we're in spoiler territory, these creatures are following the pheromones of the first alien, which was mm-hmm. the female. They don't land anywhere else. And it's Guy Fox night. So there's fireworks going off everywhere. Oh, I was wondering. And, I, I couldn't figure out why the fireworks were going off. Anyway, thank you. Go ahead. Oh, that's, <laughs> I knew, I, that was just my assumption. No one ever okay. said it, but that's Tom, mm-hmm. my husband, who lived oh, in London, okay. said, oh, this is the fall. This is when they do this. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. A big celebration and mm-hmm. everything. So, um, so it's easy to mistake the aliens landing for, you know, fireworks, although as somebody pointed out, no, fireworks go up, these came down, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. But it's this idea too, that the, all these reports are starting to come in because of the aliens attacking and killing people and maiming them. But the police aren't investigating anything to do with aliens and who knows what information they're getting. They're only arresting and hunting down these kids Mm -hmm. or various other people. As they try to control yeah. the situation, because this was what they would expect. Right, right. So they immediately are targeting the people that they know are an enemy. And so to these kids, the block is their home country. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, being being lower class kids, you know, in a gang, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting to me that their attitude towards the police was the same as it is, you know, portrayed in America is, um, if we call the police, we're the ones who are going to get arrested and blamed for everything. Right. Um, so there's a complete distrust of, of the police. And yeah, I found that interesting coming from Britain. You know, it's just something that I, I didn't know a lot about. Mm, mm-hmm. And I assumed that that was realistic. So, Oh, I feel like, it, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's, that's rough. That's a rough way to, to have to live in a in a very yeah. difficult environment and uh the police are you don't see them as on your side at all um, yeah you have to difficult. depend on yourself there's no one else right right or whoever the local authority is in the block so for these kids it's this drug dealer yeah he's just awful <laughs> you know so he's just what you expect he's super violent he mm-hmm. doesn't really care about anyone but himself yeah. he just wants to maintain power Right. And, um, and he brings, yeah, that, that was tough. It's like, you know, Moses has these moments where he's got to decide what to do. And, and that was a moment where he met the drug dealer up there and the drug dealer says, Hey, um, I need you to sell this stuff. Now you're, you're going to be part of my group now. And Moses accepts that and is happy about it. Right. In fact, all he gets congratulated by everybody else in his gang. Yeah, it's a step up. It's a step up. Yep. So now he's uh, he's choosing that life. But I got the impression that he was he was like not wanting to do that. I don't know. I I felt that in the performance. Oh, I didn't feel that. I did, but maybe oh, I, okay. I put him on him. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's he's having to uh, to make these decisions. You know, whether or not to do these things and. Um, yeah, you know, I didn't feel I didn't feel like he'd ever become like that drug dealer. Oh, see, I felt like he was complimented and pleased, mm-hmm. and especially when you think about it, at the end, when uh, Jodie Whittaker's character is in his apartment, his flat, yeah, and she's looking around at the chaos that's there, and he says, "She says, don't you live with anyone?" Oh, an uncle, but he's in and out, mostly out. 
Mm-hmm. And he, she finds out he's 15 because she's looking at his bed going, do you have a little brother? And he says, no, but his bed has a Spider-Man blanket on it <laughs> yeah, or sleeping bag. Right. And so she's like, how old are you? And he says, 15. And she says, oh, you look older. And he goes, oh, thank you. And she's like, ugh. <laughs> so what you realize is this kid has had to find his own way in that environment. Yeah. He said no one to take care of him. And so reading back from that into my impression always was that he was highly complimented Mm. because this is the only authority figure he knows and he's been picked. He's, you know, good. He's good enough. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all very true. That's all very true. But your reading of it may be absolutely right. I mean, clearly it is for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, at the beginning of the movie, did you feel like they had ever done that before? Rob that no. one. <laughs> okay. See, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Cause I got the same feeling. It was like, yeah, this, these guys have never done this before. <laughs> it's <laughs> and when they're, <laughs> and it, it's like, you know, a rite of passage or something that, right. You know, it's when the one with the glasses, the fat one with the glasses mm-hmm. kind of goes, look, just give us the phone. We don't want any trouble. Just uh-huh. give us the stuff. Yeah. We're just doing this. Cause you know, whatever mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> And then later when they're in the apartment, I think they tell her, well, we'd never done it before. This Mm. is our first time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so that was interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, then, so those those monsters were pretty cool. Um, Yeah. They, you know, that was not, I guess there was some puppeteer going on there and then some enhancement of them after is what I'm reading. And some, yeah, the glowing teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that? I think that was afterwards. But the thing I liked reading about that was they weren't CGI. Yeah. Even yeah. though you look at it, and I think that's one thing I do remember Roger Ebert saying is they did a really good job on those monsters, without having any extra money. Mm-hmm. So they were just using people in the costumes and you know whatever. But because of that, the actors were never sure exactly where the monsters were going to jump. <laughs> So their reactions, terrified or or pulling away or whatever, were enhanced by the fact that they themselves were unsure about everything. Yeah. So like in that girl's apartment, when the monsters are in there attacking, right? That's right. you know all got an extra air of urgency because of those real reactions. Hmm. That's but cool. They did a, That's neat. Yeah, they did a mm-hmm. good job of you didn't until I feel like. The drug dealer's apartment, you didn't get a huge look at them. Mm-hmm. You know, like just to sit there and look necessarily. So you could go, oh, I see where this could be people in here. But it didn't mm-hmm. really matter by that point to me. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really looking for that. But yeah. Yeah. They look like big dogs, bears. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the mm-hmm. other thing I liked about this too was, you know, you think of the block and these kids who are clearly young hoods or hoodlums in training and there's the two little kids right (laughs) the true stars of the movie yeah nine-year-olds or whatever who want to be part of the gang so they're doing like any little kids do they're tagging along with the big boys and the big boys though this is another sign i think that these kids still have consciences Mm-hmm. They t- keep telling the little kids to go home. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't have these nicknames. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have funny nicknames. Yeah, probs, that are also- probs and mayhem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm mayhem. Oh, Joe, go home. Or whatever it is. <laughs> they all have nicknames, but then they'll yeah. all call each other by their real name. Dennis, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. Um, when they're introducing themselves to the nurse, they all use their regular <laughs> names. <laughs> but they um are telling the little kids no go back home you can't tag along and the kids of course are ignoring them and the kids have their own brand of ingenuity Mm -hmm. as we discover later yeah yeah and that's part of growing up in that area so there's that aspect and then there's also the aspect of when all the kids go oh brother we're in a whole load of trouble everybody go get weapons we're gonna go out and hunt these aliens that have landed and mm-hmm. they're all dashing into their houses or their flats past absolutely normal looking families. <laughs> and they're yeah. all, take the dog for a walk. No, I can't take it. 
Hey. <laughs> so the dog goes with him because the dad ins- or whoever insists on taking the dog for a walk. The, um, you know, the, the, oh, I'll be back, grandma. Will you be back on time? I will, grandma. I will. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, concealing a blade in his um, backpack and dashing out again. Yeah. And the only yeah. one who we don't see him going in is Moses. And that's because they're saving that for a final reveal. Hmm. But they're all so normal in there. And so that's when you go, oh, there's more going on here than just um, criminals and drugs and everything else. It's a mixed group. Yeah, for sure. Because there's the one whose mother keeps calling him. Oh, yeah. No, mom, I swear. <laughs> <I'll be over> <laughs> <10. laughs> oh, and yeah. And he's in the bin. He's in yeah, that he's, garbage bin. And yeah. she's like, you be home in five minutes. <laughs> and he's like, I can't. there's really an can't. alien outside. <laughs> Oh, that really cracked me up. Yeah, As he was hanging up with her, she's like, five minutes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Very funny. Oh and then goodness. Probs and Mayhem saved him. It was neat. Yeah. 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 But then they ended then, up in the bin, but they were, they right. were so proud. Well, they wind up in the bin because they're hiding from the police, who's yep. just a different kind of monster to them. <laughs> yep. You know? And they, they liked that they were running from the police. That was cool. Yeah. 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 How fun. Yeah. Exactly. And that that building was really interesting, too. Um, uh, I I heard the director say in in the thing, he said he he viewed that like, you know, like they were on a spaceship or something like that. He said that that those in England were built at a, he he called it a time of optimism. And um, Mm. he said that the, you know, he talked to a lot of kids. And the kids loved the building. Um, it was like, uh, oh, you know, they loved running down the halls. They loved the ramps. They were always out there riding bikes and and stuff. But um, okay. he said it was almost like a, a spaceship. <laughs> that's <laughs> really know? neat. Yeah. So. Well, and that's interesting because the parallel between those aliens and those kids they're not inherently bad as we've said, but they're kids in an environment that they're making the best of. Mm -hmm. And the way they're doing that is by acting on instincts and unexamined drives really. Right. Right. Just like the aliens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the aliens are in a foreign environment, just doing what they do, which is following the pheromones to get to the female. The kids also are just, they, they're not examining things. They're not self-aware, really, that way. Right, yeah. They're just having to react the best they can and get along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what a cool idea. I mean, I really like, you know, what the writer did there and how he pulled that off. And, you know, having all the aliens attack this building. You know, this is why they're attacking this building and not mm-hmm. anything else. Because the, the kids did think it was London-wide, you know, because the things were yeah. landing all over London but couldn't figure out why they were all converging on their apartment building, <laughs> you know, until, until the, 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 <laughs> the drugged up guy who, who was also yeah. hilarious most of the time. Yeah. And it was stoner. his car at the beginning. That was, really, <laughs> oh, he's like, dad, I'll bring the car back. I promise I'll park at the right place. And then he's like, oh, crap. oh yeah. An he's alien like, landed on it. Dad. It, yeah. I swear. I'm not going to believe this. <laughs> My car was bombed. Oh man. Yeah, and he wanted in that group so bad. Yeah. The uh, the stoned guy, yeah, he, he yeah. just wanted acceptance wherever he went, yeah, it felt right. like. Yeah, Agreed. From both the mm-hmm. drug dealers, uh, from Nick Frost, who was the drug dealer's <laughs> assistant. To, yeah. You yeah. know, and everybody just kept rejecting him. <laughs> He's like, don't try this stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. You're not one of us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. And then um, what Moses does at the end, you know, mm-hmm. I need to finish what we what we started. And um, yeah, he yeah. says, "I killed that thing. I brought them in the block. I've got to finish what I started." Mm. Yeah, and it's this is his this is his moment of clarity of responsibility and leadership and his first steps into manhood. Really, uh huh. Yeah, you know, that drug dealer's not doing that. Right. Right. Who's the only example he's had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, quite an example of leadership. You know, the guy, the drug dealer just snaps on, on whatever, you know, it's like, you know, you're, you're with me and now you suddenly you're against me and I want to kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his example of leadership. 
Yeah, because he won't even stop and accept what he saw, which is his driver being killed by one of those monsters, Mm. which he himself shot. Yeah, yeah. So he still just wants to get Moses and those kids because they were disrespectful, essentially. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. And he can't have that. (laughs) Nope, because that's all he's got to hang on to. So you look at him and go, that's what Moses would be in another 10 years. Yeah. And I was, I was really hoping not. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, even if he got to be, you know, king of the block or whatever you call it, I feel like he'd be better. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he'd try not to lose his compassion because he did have quite a bit of it, you know? Yeah. He cared. um, Yeah. the, The girl was an interesting one too. I think her name was Tia. Oh, you, you the, felt yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. You felt like there was, you know, he really liked her. Yeah, and they she, were interested in each other. They were interested in each other, right? So, um, but he disappointed the heck out of her when she found out that they robbed this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But isn't that also kind of the dynamic in a lot of situations where it's the young, restless guy, and mm-hmm. then it's for the love of the woman, yeah. or because the woman's like, I'm not having this. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, that kind of brings you back into line. Yeah. And I did love also, that was the thing, another one of those unexpected things where they go up to her place because um, they're looking for sanctuary and it's like a pajama party in there. <laughs> yeah. All the young girls together and mm. um, they're all just, it's girly decorations and stuff. And um, it, it was just totally unexpected. Well, it's kind of also that civilizing power of the feminine Mm -hmm, in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. Right, right. But I was thinking, because what made me think about how incongruous it was is those girls attack one of the monsters, too, because they have no choice. It gets into the bedroom. But they wind up killing it like with an ice skate blade, (laughs) among other things. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, who would think people in this block would have ice skates? You know, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not as ghetto-y, ghetto-y as I thought, but I think it's supposed to be pretty ghetto-y. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's like they're kind of almost like a road movie in that way or an apocalyptic movie where they're hitting all these little pockets of civilization. Not that there's tons of them, but it's a pretty small movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, because mm-hmm. that's the place where one of the girls, I guess it's Tia, tells Moses actions have consequences. Right. You know, right. you can't do these things or or whatever it is. I can't remember exactly why she brought it up and it may be the um the mugging of the mm. nurse. You know, we, people can't just let this stuff go. And it's almost like that feeds into later when he says, "I did this. I brought it here." And he loves the block, mm. you know, like we've said. I have introduced danger to my homeland, essentially. Yeah. I'm going to clean it up. That's something. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, that feeds into, you know, what they said in uh, the nurse's apartment. Um, you know, if we had known you lived here, we wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Right? Because they do love the block. Yeah. These are their people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to take care of this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a good plan, and it, it was cool, <laughs> it you know, that uh, that uh, the nurse helped him with it. Yeah, you know, that was the final click of their uh, relationship or friendship or however we want mm-hmm. to put that. And know. it's funny because she had to be brave enough to to go out through all those aliens. <laughs> go so she down. Had to trust that the the stoned guy actually knew what he was talking about. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. These are pheromones, and you don't have any on you, so you can yeah. go outside. <laughs> She's like, "You're kidding, right?" Oh my gosh! Because that's just your theory. Mm. None of us know this. <laughs> these are aliens. How can we test this by the way, should we test it somehow? Yeah. Oh my gosh! But yeah, you're right. She was incredibly brave to do that. Yeah. So by the end, she also is part of this community. Hmm. She's not doing it for the block, but she's doing it for these boys who also helped protect her and get her out of there. Yeah. You know, yeah. they waited for her when it was all foggy and all this stuff. They yeah. used their real names to introduce themselves to her. Yeah. 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 yeah and at the end of the movie, um, in the commentary, they were talking, they, they, they showed, you know, how everybody was arrested and they were being pulled out. And as, you know, the nurse was watching them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that one kid who always wore a hat with tassels. 
The only white kid. The only white kid, yeah. So he didn't have his tassels on, plus he, he lost several layers of clothing. So oh, he was just okay. wearing a t-shirt at that time. I didn't but notice that. suddenly you, you see him as, this is a kid. Yeah. Right? Whereas before, with all this stuff on, he may be threatening or whatever to, to a person. But by the end, you could see that, you know, he was under all that and he's just a scared kid like the rest of them. Interesting. You know, so um, that was cool. Well, also, because that kid, I love, there's a moment in maybe the nurse's apartment or the kid, the girl's room anyway, some bit of respite where he's, he's, they're talking about, well, the police, if they come, they'll just arrest us. He goes, yeah. And he says something about, you know, the, they're, we're all picked on because of our color or whatever. And they just, <laughs> just look at him. And he's like, what? <laughs> and they're throwing stuff at him. And he's like, he still is like, he's like, but I'm one of you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter the skin color, isn't it? Right, right. And it's just so funny because he's adopted all of that way of expressing himself. Because mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. part of that tribe, essentially. Yeah. Since we're talking about <laughs> nations and warriors and That's that sort right. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And of course, then there's the glorious moment in the van where everybody's chanting Moses, Moses, Moses. Mm, yeah. You know. Yeah. And the friend in there with him is like, "You hear that? That's <laughs> you. They're doing that for you." And he just gets this little smile. Yeah, that's you know? right. That's right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I, would, I mean, there, I assume there's not an attack the block too. <laughs> I don't think so. Because uh, there is actually somewhere to go there if they wanted. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, it is on the list of unnecessary sequels, but it is possible, <laughs> you know. I, yes. I doubt they could get everybody together at this point, but no, probably not. It's just going to have to remain a cult classic. Yeah, yeah, which I assume it is. I don't yeah. know. And it was it was fun. Um, another thing that I felt was atypical, but maybe it's not. But um, they they were commenting all the time on. Um, just various things from pop culture, like um, it's raining golems, you know, Um, it's like most of the time you watch these movies and it's like uh, they haven't seen any other movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The characters haven't seen anything, but it's like they're making these connections that that we would see, you know, it's raining golems and they mention all kinds of, uh, of movies and things. Uh, Harry Potter was talked about. Yeah. Yeah. In All fact, the things uh, that yeah. that age would know. Right, right, exactly, and um, and that was cool. I really liked that. And the the guy, uh, let's see, the drug dealer's henchman was named Tonks, which is a name oh. from Harry Potter. <laughs> it's also my dog's That's name, right. <laughs> but he's named yes. Tonks. So that was funny. I'm I not forgot sure that. What, yeah, because uh, he's just the household elf who does stuff for the guy. I guess. <laughs> I don't, maybe in English. Tonks but no, was, I was uh, going to say in British English, it might be different. No, wait. Tonks is Tonks British was, English book. Yeah. Tonks was a female. Her name was Nymphadora Tonks. She was a, um, a wizard. Didn't she marry? Um, oh, you're right. I was thinking she was like Dobby. No, but she's no. not. Yeah, she's you're not. Right. Yeah, she was a, right. she was a wizard. <laughs> yeah, she mar- and she married somebody. Would, yeah, she, she married the... The werewolf guy, I think. That's it. Lupin. Yeah, that's him. I haven't read those recently. Yeah. For at least two years. Well, they're very good. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot Tonks. That's just really wrong of me. Oh, that's fun. My apologies to all. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's cool. But yes, and um, the slang. That it had to have been like a different language. I don't know for these guys, or maybe they were from there. I don't know, but uh, but that was pretty cool. I, I I liked it. You know, I I did really like having those subtitles on so I could read what they were saying. But it was well, like th- uh, the, you know, the way the subtitles is is almost like a Mark Twain book where he's writing the mm-hmm. dialect. You know, in oh yeah, you know how, how people really talk. That's how he he tried to write it. And, you know, I think this was shown at South by Southwest in Austin, Mm. you know, the coolest place to do stuff. And I could be wrong, but I know that I've seen comments before when I've been reading about the movie where the producers were really worried or the studio was really worried it would not fly in America because of the slang Mm. and they wanted to change it. 
<laughs> you know, Joe Cornish, wow. and everybody's like, no, yeah, no, 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 this no. is authentic. This that is what have, makes it yeah, real. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been as good without that. Um, yeah, it was, it I agree. It would be like, you know, it would have been fake. It would have felt wrong. That's right. Yeah. That's right, bruv. <laughs> bruv. <laughs> in I it. don't remember much of it, so in, in, it, in it, it is a word that I need to use more often. Yeah. Believe. Believe, bruv. yeah. Allow it. Allow it <laughs> yeah. is something I'm going to say from now on at work. That's it. Yeah, allow That's it. That's it. Allow it. <laughs> Yeah. So um, the description says a teen gang in South London defend okay. their block from alien invasions. So. Yeah, that's my husband's like South London. Just mm. you know, South it's London. like saying South Dallas or you know South yeah. Chicago. South even, Chicago, right? Yeah, the South Side. Yeah, just so it's spotty or iffy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Yeah, and um, I've been to Chicago, and I remember um, I was there. Going to a um, well, I, w- I was there for a training for work at the time. This was a long time ago, but there I had like three days off, and I went to the. There's a really nice science museum that they have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's it's right there near the edge of South Chicago, the South Side. We went there. Did you? Okay, but the, there you could see. I think it was called Cabrini Green. Okay. The giant. It's just like this building. It's it was a giant tenement building oh. on the south side of Chicago, and it remind okay. this reminded me of that. I just now that you said that, I just remember getting off of the L down there, mm-hmm. and then you have to wait at the bus stop right there for the bus to take you to the park or the exhibition hall or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most terrifying little corner areas ever i mean and hannah wasn't feeling good she had severe motion sickness and she's totally white and wilting and she's dad can you just get me a a coke or something and he's looking around he's like not not right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's like just go in there and get it in some convenience store and i'm like he's not going in there and she's Mm -hmm. like why not and i said and rose going Okay, I know you don't feel good, but just shut up right now. Because <laughs> there's people on the wow. corner kind of looking toward us and everything. And we're just huddled together with this one other person who's kind of like us, middle class. And it, then the bus comes. We're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. we'll tell you, Hannah. <laughs> I wanted to see him alive again. And probably nothing would have happened to him in there. But yeah. this is a reaction of, you know, being totally outside your territory. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think in either direction. It, right. And it's like if you were... In that territory, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's the tri- that tribal thing, right? Where you're right, you're in or you're out, you know, and um, comfortable with the people that are in your tribe and uncomfortable outside of it. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "We'll do anything for you, but this is not the moment to ask for this stuff." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is why I was really surprised when I found out that the nurse was living in that area or in that yeah. building. Yeah. And that was something, um, it was just a throwaway line, but I think he said, oh, she's a nurse. She doesn't, they don't pay nurses anything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why she's here. Yeah. I was like, wow. That was the explanation. I couldn't remember who said it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the kids, but I don't remember which one. He was yeah. he was looking through her stuff and while they were walking and <laughs> throwing it all away actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> After they stole it, they're just right. throwing it in the throwing street because it it's not worth mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. It's not worth anything in it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm using it right. <laughs> they seem to use um, it for a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but wow. Well, that's good. all I had. It's, yeah, it's a really yeah. really really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, you have to go in expecting a monster movie. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fun. It's got this these levels of commentary in here. They aren't the main point. You know, it's no get out. Yeah. But they're there. And that's what yeah. makes it more than, I don't know, the Wolfman or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed that that journey. I enjoyed the pretty much everything about it. It's like <laughs> The, the monster part and then this journey from, uh, you know, being apart to being together at the end. I, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, because you grow to know all those kids later because, mm-hmm. you know, they're so awful at the beginning when you see them. They're just hoods, gangsters, mm-hmm. whatever. And by the end, you know who they are. 
Right. And of course, that's part of the journey too, right? Is um, it's hard to tell who's a hardened criminal and who's just under a facade. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody is as different as that from you, we all fall back on our stereotypes. They're like, oh, she's a nurse. They don't pay nurses anything. But up to that point, she'd been a young white woman who probably had stuff worth stealing right, to them. Right. And they're terrifying, and they're pulling up their masks, and they have a knife, and they're talking about cutting her finger off to get the ring off of it mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's all bravado, yeah. but she doesn't know that. Right. She has no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, this is how we have to be a little more with each other is uh, give yeah. somebody a chance, be charitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, she was so shook up after that, you know, mm-hmm. when, when she walked back to the place and somebody kind of took her in and get, get her some tea and stuff, but she was yeah. shaking, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. So she was definitely afraid of him. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. she called the police and the police did show up. Mm hmm. Right. And right. Um, took her seriously. They were out looking for whoever did it. Yeah. So. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. I really yep. liked it. So well, thank good. you. I'm glad. Yep, for sure. So there's your Halloween monster movie. <laughs> for this year. For this year, yeah. Love it. Yep. Cool. All right. So next up for us is The Canterville Ghost by Oscar Wilde. Yes. I just got a a book that I hope is in there. I didn't actually oh. check the... There it is. Yay. Okay, got it. I got a, a Penguin Classics Oscar Wilde Complete Short Fiction. It's not actually not huge or anything. It's just a, a paperback Penguin Classics. Oh, and, neat. Uh, I figured if it was called Complete Short Fiction that it would have that in it. And mm-hmm. it does. Oh, good. So, yay. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because he's English and it's about as American-styled a ghost story as you're ever going to find. Oh, really? Mm, how funny. Have you read it before? No, I haven't. <gasps> I'm so glad I picked it. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I think you're going to really like it. Oh, I love it. Cool. Yes. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Another right. classic. You bet. Good deal. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We'll and talk happy to you October. Again. Yes. Here we are again in the best time of year. That's right. Enjoy. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. (laughs) 